episode 21 that's where we are dude we're here we made it to 21 that's crazy you and me and the other people listening it's just awesome uh thank you so much for being here and i hope you're uh happy i hope you're doing what you love uh or at least i hope you're doing um uh a lot of things that you love in your life, even if the things that you're doing that you don't love are a means to do those things that you love. Is that a little too sentimental? Did I say that word right? Who really knows, dude? I don't know. Um, I've been in a funk lately, man. Like, I have not wanted to do anything. Um, I haven't gone to an open mic in a week or two. Um... I started driving to one last night and turned around because I just, and my brain told me it wasn't worth going. And I don't know. Uh, My brain's weird sometimes, dude. But uh, I'm coming out of it. I feel it today. Uh, Starting to feel pretty good again. Um, You know, it's a matter of just like being healthy, like eating healthy, exercising, not drinking, um, being around positive people, productive people, creative people, and uh, encouraging people. And I feel like I've got got a couple of those um, entering my life uh, recently, um, one or two in in particular. Um, And if you listen to this and you think you're one of them, then you probably are. So thanks for helping me out with your encouragement and advice. I won't name names because uh, that's kind of weird, at least in this situation, but thank you to those people. And I won't ramble about that stuff too much. I know that it's annoying to hear people talk about being, you know, like sad or just in a funk or whatever, and and we don't want to hear that. Let's hear about coming out of it. Did some yoga today after work, started feeling awesome. Um, I, the no drinking thing didn't happen cause I just recorded a podcast with a guy that, uh, honestly, I didn't really know at all, but we had a couple beers together, reported, uh, recorded a podcast and, um, he's fantastic. Uh, his name's Mike Bentley. Look out for that podcast to come out, uh, this weekend is what I'm shooting for, for that one. And, um, that's not, that's going to be one that you don't want to miss. And his comedy is comedy. You don't want to miss. He's a very funny person. Um, and his story is interesting as shit, dude. Um, you know why he's doing the comedy, pursuing it, how he grew up. Very, very interesting. And, uh, he's, he's a very thoughtful person with comedy. Uh, this podcast is with, um, a local comedian to San Diego. His name is Benji B E N J I Garcia Reyes. And you know how the Latinos like to use all the last names. They just take them all and they just combine them. Garcia Reyes Gonzalez Fernandez is his actual name, but he shortened it to Garcia Reyes. And actually, I just lied about that in a very racist way. He is just Garcia Reyes. Uh, but he's very funny. He's kind of, um, I don't want to say like a controversial comic, but he's just like this, um, he's created like an alternative scene in San Diego. And um, I know it's it's appreciated by a lot of us uh, who um, are hoping for more opportunities in San Diego, but feel like maybe there's not enough to go around 
or maybe we just haven't gotten the opportunities that we'd like. Um, and I'm not trying to say that in a negative way at all. I know that there um, are people that, that have earned their spots in San Diego and deserve them. Um, but I do feel like I'm a funny guy, and um, I, I really appreciate the fact that Benchy has given me opportunities to perform in different venues all around San Diego. And um, he's a very funny guy himself, actually. I'm a fan. I like his comedy. Uh, when he goes up, he kills. He's confident. He's um, a crazy little Mexican guy from Tijuana. Um, and uh, he does a lot of jokes about that kind of stuff, and it's just hilarious. Um, he's he's definitely worth checking out. Um, so find him on his social medias. Uh, you can find him, uh, Facebook is just, uh, Benji and then Garcia Reyes. This is all one word. Um, and then on, uh, Twitter, you can find him, uh, L underscore Benji Garcia. And then on Instagram, you can find him. It's L, uh, underscore Benji Garcia comedy. Let me double check that. Yes. Uh, L E L underscore Benji Garcia, uh, comedy, check him out. He runs a lot of different things. He runs the San Diego comedy league, uh, throne of jokes, comedy, um, a lot of different things that he talks about on the podcast. I can't remember them all. He performs at a place called hood bar in the inland empire. And they are putting on monster shows. They just had Ian Edwards. They've got Polly shore coming up. Uh, he's doing really big things. And so you should definitely check him out. Follow him. Say you were a fan before he blows up, and then that way, he when he blows up, you can be like, "Oh, dude, I knew who that guy was back in 2019, bro. I heard him on Dusty Tunnel's podcast, Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel, and he's also famous now too. And I knew who both of them were. I don't know, dude. I'm just rambling. That's fucking stupid. That's really fucking stupid. Uh, if I had more energy, I'd probably edit that part out put something in that sounded better nah nah we're just gonna do it dude uh thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and continuing to listen um as per usual every week this podcast has grown in listenership isn't that freaking nuts dude why are you doing it why are more people listening i don't know but i appreciate it and i hope it continues to grow and i hope to continue to talk to interesting people and um and i just hope i hope that this keeps going dude i just like the fact that it's growing and i'm growing as a person um i like talking to people and understanding why they do things because it helps me understand more why i do things and why i like to do comedy and um that's a good feeling and you know what uh speaking of comedy i'm doing comedy tomorrow in vista california uh, Indian Joe Brewery, Brewing Company, Brewery, Brewing Company, 8 p.m. Check it out, dude. It's, uh, dude, I've heard so many good things about the show, and I'm really excited to be on it. And all the comedians that are on the show, I've researched, I've looked them up, and they are all very, very, very funny, very funny. Headliner Matt Cole, very funny. And you know what? I plan on trying to do the same be funny i'm gonna be funny very how cool would it be if you showed up and i was just funny in a comedy show and i 
it just completely changed your whole perception of who I am as a person. I'm not just that guy at work or that guy from that party or that guy with the giant head that has the sunburn, uh, sunburn tan of a backwards cap. I'm not just that guy. I'm that guy that was funny on a comedy show. Wow, that would be cool for both of us. So check it out. It's tomorrow, Thursday, August 1st, 8 p.m., Indian Joe Brew Company at uh, in Vista, California. I'd really appreciate you coming out. And uh, also, I am going to be on a Good Bar show, and I think that's in September, but I don't know what the date is exactly, so when I let release my next podcast, I will definitely have the date for that one. Um, that one is going to be very funny. It's in Point Loma, uh, run by my last guest, J. Patrick McCoy who invited me on uh, probably because he had such a good time on the podcast and uh, he gained a thousand new followers because of it. And so he's paying me back. That also might be lies. I don't know. Um, And I'm trying to maybe work out being on a show at the comedy store in LA sometime soon, maybe within the next couple of months. So uh, I hope that happens. And if you're in LA or you'd like to come out to LA and watch me at the comedy store, I would love to see you. And that's it, dude. I don't want to talk about me anymore because that's me and no one wants to hear about me. Let's hear about our guest today, Benji Garcia Reyes. Very, 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 very funny comedian, very good producer of shows, and he's going to do big things soon. So check him out. And uh, yeah, without further ado, Benji Garcia Reyes. started dude benji reyes garcia garcia reyes there you go you, uh, you hit Gonzalez. it you hit. same difference dude all you latinos with your three names <laughs> <laughs> and there's more that we're not telling you about oh yeah yeah that's uh it's a secret yep a oh, little bit dude. oh it just got really intimate in yeah, here really intimate I like that yeah, yeah super yeah i like it thanks george from yeah. the comedy palace <laughs> you're the man Oh, this is actually kind of cool. Cool spot with the lights off and everything. Right before the show, too. It's a big yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you want to get into your the show that we're that you're about to do? Yeah, talk we're about a little bit. We're at the Comedy Palace right now. Uh, probably about fifty minutes before we start the eleventh uh, first round show for the Throne of Jokes Comedy Competition. Yeah. So and then we have thirteen, which yeah. means we only have this one and two others for 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 regular. Uh, for the regular round, and then we're just getting into the second and semis. Dude, that's awesome. And uh, and you've also run the San Diego Comedy League. Yes, the um, San Diego Comedy League. Yeah, do you want to explain that a little bit? Uh, San Diego Comedy League is, is pretty much the closest thing to sport for comedy. Uh, you know, it's uh, if you've ever seen the movie Moneyball, where the, the Oakland A's and, and Billy Bean picked uh, a winner with the help of a statistician or stat statistician. Yeah, I'm a super beaner. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, the yeah. dudes that do stats. So anyways, <laughs> played by Jonah Hill. And they ended up putting together a baseball team with low money, but, but you know, but uh, but with results. And they ended up getting a, a really strong playoff run. Uh, based on that, it's kind of how we're, do, we're picking comedy based on comedy league. So we, we do three ways of evaluation. The normal, um, which is audience votes. 
and then we have the laugh count, which we you know we we pretty much tabulate how well each joke punchline setup uh, goes for each comic for the audience, and then we have a judge. For, and uh, the comedy league essentially is a, a several venues with a rotation of comics as well. Each venue trying to get about five or six monthly shows, and each show having different comics. So that way, you know, every comic experiences every venue, kind of like athletes travel around the country and experience different cities and venues and stuff. And you know, yeah. at the end of the season, we we have stats that tell us, you know, who the most uh, in the you know the, the the best comics were essentially just based on laugh reaction on on uh, laugh count. And, you know, the votes, too. But the votes are probably third when it comes to to trying to find the type of comics we want. We want yeah. the comics that have the punchlines, and then we have the comics that get the reactions. So that's yeah. mainly what the San Diego Comedy League is about. We call it Comedy Ball. Yeah, I like it, dude. It's um, it's definitely it's a more fair way of doing a competition, I think, because um, a lot of time, like with audience vote, obviously, it's whoever. It's a popularity contest. Whoever has the most friends that they can bring is going to win. Yep. So I like the combination of, um, you know, the audience vote, but then also judging. Because um, I think s- judging can kind of be unfair sometimes, too, right. you know. So Th- that's like where the combination of it just seems to. That's what we try, you know, be yeah. p- pick, you know, pick the judges fairly. You know, I feel mm-hmm. I'm a fair judge. I'm, I'm sure everybody says that. You know, but I mean, based on all the stuff I've done and given so many people opportunities without any biases or, 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 or you know, past whatever's, you know, like, and that's kind of the type of judges we're trying to find. People that are trying that know comedy and have uh, comedy's best interest at heart. And, yeah. and that's how, you know, not judging in a bad way, but in a sense, even backwards, trying to look for, you know, the good comics and trying yeah. to, keep, you know, instead of judging the other way down, we're literally trying to find people that can help us judge those. And, and you know, that's where the, the experienced comics, the veteran comics come in. And, you know, we're trying to bring as many of, of them along and, and to headline and to judge the main the main events. Yeah, that's cool, dude. I, I know that um, like myself is one of them, but a lot of people really appreciate the opportunities that you're giving because it's it's kind of hard to, uh, to break into the scene a little bit here. You know, um, it's just uh, you kind of have to know people and some of us are shy. Right. Some of us aren't people 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 <laughs> so uh yeah so i definitely appreciate it um how long have you been doing comedy i've been uh comedies i think the first time i started doing open mic was since 20 2000 2006 oh wow. so okay, 2006 so. and then you know i wasn't i wasn't too i was kind of like you like you just said i was really shy believe it or not especially mm-hmm. you know especially because i was you know uh, a minority there wasn't too many minorities and there's only three clubs around so you know i was very shy and you know, I wasn't very as active until about 2009 and 10. That's when I really started hitting the mics more. Uh, okay. I had a car again. Um, so, yeah, it's been about, you know, 13 plus years. Yeah, that's cool. Is there uh, is there something that drove you to do comedy? I, well, I've always been told, and, you know, like everybody says that, you know, everybody's, uh, I've been told, I've been told that yeah, I should do stand up and whatever. But also, I like to make people laugh. You know, I like mm-hmm. to to you know change people's state of mind especially when they're sad or something so it's a pretty good power trip and all this i've, I've realized recently but i know that's why i do it now so yeah you know, yeah it's pretty cool was there like one specific incident that just or did you like think about it for a while and you're just like i'm gonna go give this a shot uh well actually with my friend gene de Bruyler, who's who's he's a san diego comedian but he moved to oregon and we used to work uh, uh, tech work you know we used to do live entertainment for you know private events and during the setup and during the strike i was you know i was always in me you know yeah. so you know throughout you know after working with me like a couple of shows i would always be 
either talking smack to the other techs or, or, or taking it from them and dishing it back or, yeah. or doing stupid things. Cause I would get bored and, you know, I, you know, I smoked a lot of weed too. So, um, <laughs> and I was younger, so I had a bunch more energy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, imagine me 13, 14 years ago. Cause that's when he started, you know, sort of, and then, uh, and then he convinced me, you know, I, I always wanted to, too, you know, for years, I was a big fan of stand up, and then I just never, you know, you never knew how, you never knew where, and yeah. back then you can just Google it, Right, it was you know like yeah, I know that's kind of weird to think about, right? Yeah, dude, think about that. That's why it was a lot harder back then because you didn't know, you know, even websites weren't set up to know when the open mics were. So, so that all that always weighed against it. But yeah, yeah, Dean DeBruyne, he was the one that that pretty much you know kept you know and told me when and supported me and you know kept pushing me to keep doing it until I finally got hooked on it by myself. I got enough validation that I was like, oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's uh Or I got angry enough to say nobody's not gonna avoid me from doing it. I think that was the other one. Oh uh, yeah. It just kinda transitioned from one to the other probably, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the validation that's like the perfect word, you know, like um I think that's why a lot of us do it is just like looking for something right to make you feel like you're good like good at something or like you're doing something important i think the better the better of us do but you know everybody mm-hmm. does things for different reasons you know yeah. um so, so some aren't as as uh as, how do you say as organic or as as you know real as as those mm-hmm. you know but nonetheless people succeed succeed for different reasons and different goals and you know i, yeah. I like to, i just like to enjoy to watch I like watching good comedy. Yeah, you know that yeah. I just like watching good comedy because even if that person means it or not, or cares or his reasons are, if, if that person is funny and I laugh, I feel good. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna feel bad and laugh. Yeah. So you know, that's for me. That's the that's the, where the where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you do feel better when you laugh, but I think even it's like exponentially better when you make someone laugh. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a power like, trip. You know. Yeah, that's so. Oh, yeah, oh, it's the best. It's like. Uh, it's just like chasing that dragon, you know, it's like a yeah. drug. Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's crazy because, you know, sometimes you, you you can, you know, depending on, on the stints or whatever, how long you've been doing it, mm-hmm. you can have some, some magical sets, magical experiences. And then, you know, later on, something not uh, not the same, but very similar in the same, you know, sort of validation, vindication experience. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty it's pretty dope, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and that's a good point, even that, that you were saying, like, you know, maybe it happens later, but it's different. And that's like another thing about it is like every show is its own like experience. You know, yeah. it's like even if you're doing the same jokes that you've rehearsed, like they're going to come out a little bit different. The crowd's going to react a little bit different. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the audience is always different. You know, I mean, yeah. and uh, people forget that and they remember that. And then they forget that, and that's why they don't want to do like their their good material, or right. you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's another conversation. I, it's just <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, what uh, what inspired you to break off and do your your own thing, or do I don't know if that's a good question. Well, maybe. yeah. Well, nobody would book me. Nobody would put me on yeah. shows. I would uh, mm-hmm. I would you know I would drive around to the comedy store and up here mm-hmm. before the Madhouse, you know, and then there was. Winston's and a couple other shows and you know like I would show up to these shows and n- nobody would for like almost two years nobody would book me stuff yeah. you know so it was like oh uh, you know I wanted to quit but then I remembered I'm I was a show tech yeah you know like I was a so show you tech. know how to do your own I thing. know you know so yeah. like I know and and then I used you know like I used to be in theater you know and I used to produce Christian conferences oh really <laughs> yeah I used to oh, be that's interesting. you know I I used to you know like there's a bunch of stuff and and then I'm like well you know what I'm just gonna do it myself yeah so and you're, you're I went and I bought some drape. Yeah. Yeah, you're savvy with like um, sound and all that kind of sound, stuff. Sound, lighting, and a little bit of everything. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't always good at it all. Right now, I'm proficient. Yeah. You know, um, uh-huh. but I know enough to get it all working and doing what I needed to do. 
Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of weird how you figure it out, right? Like I just bought, like doing this podcast, I just bought all this cool equipment and I had no idea. Uh, I guess I'm lucky enough to live in a time where I could like watch YouTube videos. Oh and, man, you know dude, what I mean? that's but why I'm <laughs> more powerful now than before. I used to figure stuff out by reading or going to a library or or really digging in the internet before Google. You know, oh yeah, man, that's an old-fashioned thing. Oh, dude, but I could really, you know, I'm I'm that old that you know, I, yeah. combination with that and now with the internet and, and the YouTube videos, man, I, I feel you know, like if I just have time for it, I can learn it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so great, like. It really, um, it doesn't even take that much money to do something like this, you know? It's like you can get cheap equipment that still, like, produces a good product. And and there's apps out there that make it really easy, you know? Oh, the yeah. phones, especially the phones nowadays, man. I mean, mm. you know, with some of them, in the quiet enough room, the microphone in that phone is good enough. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. insane, you know? But obviously, people who are who are legit or, or, or to just to control more things and be able to do stuff like... You know, being out in the room, we're going to have a main show and there's pre-music, but you still can only hear a little bit of it and yeah. we can still experience it. You know, that's why you have good equipment, you know, because yeah. you can do more, you know. So that's why I, at the end of a tech, I respect anybody can make stuff happen. But, you know, you, when you invest into your stuff, it just gives you more, you know, more opportunity, more versatility. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I think doing your own like doing something like this or doing your own thing is really important right now, too, just because like. It, you know, otherwise you're just riding other people's coattails. So. Pretty much, pretty yeah, much. So. Well, now it's an age where if you don't have a podcast or you're you're not creating media, you know, as a business or as as any type of entity, you you know, you're gonna phase out. You're gonna be irrelevant. You yeah. know, you have to always have put out content because everybody has su- such a short attention span, mm-hmm. and, and and people expect content you know right, consistent yeah. not just in in, in drop and, and rhythm but also in quality and some you know some people might expect you to get better but as long as it doesn't get suckier people will still with you yeah you I know? Like but there's there's <laughs> you know like you know it's because i watch like, like gary vanderchuk and, and and people like that that do a lot of media stuff i mean i read and i listen to and i watch you know youtube videos and all that stuff and uh-huh. that's the trend you know you just if you're a business any business you had also a media company because that's how everything will ride. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you're right when you said that, man. Yeah, dude, like any comic that who isn't doing a podcast, yeah. you know, who, I, who think, is, um, yeah. I think it just makes you more creative too. you know, just like sitting down across from someone else who's trying to be creative right. and just like talking like there's been a bunch of times where like I've either been super inspired or I've come up with jokes. Or you learn something, right? I mean, learn something like, yeah, there's. There's a there's a lot of different reasons, and then like also uh, I had said that I'm not really like a people person, so this right. like forces me to like <laughs> talk to people. It's That's like good. it's I, like it may be funny, but it's true, you know. Uh. Like I asked somebody to be on a podcast, and then for uh, you know a, an hour or whatever, I have to like I'm forced to figure out how to carry a conversation so it's well, like it's not that hard i mean it's just it's just talking you know i mean yeah. when you get into your head too much or that's the thing yeah it's yeah. like a, i think i just get in my head too much like like i i see somebody i don't even know them and i automatically like in my head's already telling me like oh that person doesn't like you oh <laughs> yeah i've had that yeah, you're depressed too is that what it is yeah <laughs> dude. look I have, a low, I have a low self-esteem too and i'm yeah. depressed constantly man yeah. you know most of the time why I, I work so much is because I, you know, instead of sitting there, there and letting my brain beat me up, I'm, I'm staying busy with something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So even when I'm sad or, and I'm working slower, at least I'm, you know, I'm working on something instead of mm-hmm. sitting there and being sad or, yeah, you keep know, that mind busy. Right? Yeah. And push yeah. yourself, especially like, you know, if you like you don't, you know, the uncomfortableness with people. I, I, every, I like to do that, too. That's why I forgive. <laughs> I forgive <laughs> and I, I try to get over grudges because yeah. I know it's only a good thing. You know, if I can get over it, it's a muscle. It's a breakthrough. Yeah. You know, and, and, and not that it makes me a better person, but it just it just makes me more versatile. 
you know, and, and it just allows more things to happen than if I block yeah. myself or yeah. right or you allow yourself to impede yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, get rid of some of that weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah all, like, all of it. You yeah, know, stop yeah. doing the drugs. <laughs> stop drinking. Stop fighting. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you you yeah. do, that waste your time and stuff. But yeah. you know, like we, I don't know about all the drinking and stuff. But uh, uh, quit. Well, that. I was obviously I was always just talking about true about everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool, dude. And uh, um you're doing all these shows like outside of i i don't know is it like a circuit or like are they regular shows like at the hood well the hood bar is a, is, a, is a show i started doing about last year regularly and the guy uh that books the the, the place is called nigel dowback i believe i said it right um mm -hmm. but he works for a radio station there in coachella um and he is also the head engineer at the hood bar mm -hmm. and he's a musician oh, so cool. what he would you know it's it used to be just a, a music venue and this guy started booking comedy last year. Uh, uh, Jacob Cantu took, went to him, like, hey, man, I like you have a stage, you know, let's do a show. And from there, it kind of started going. And then Cantu invited me. And then, you know, like, I mean, you know, the guy likes me enough and I've done well enough over there that, you know, he keeps inviting me back over and doing all these shows. So there's a bunch of times where he's booked somebody and they cancel. So then he's like, hey, come on down and bring some comics. Uh -huh. You know, and it's always like in a one or two day thing. So, you know, fortunately, it's 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 because of that. It's not always the same comics. They can't always come on a two day notice, yeah. you know, but but also the ones that do. I mean, I get, you know, I mean, I, I try to take the funniest people I can get. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like over there, I, I try and give all the homies time because essentially the, the dude lets me, you know, let gives me the time and says, hey, well, how much are you guys doing or whatever? So that's why I've been able to to headline at least four or five times, if I remember. Um, and, you know, like that's something I don't get to do around here a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, over there I do and I've got to do other shows and then I do Plan B also in, in Palm Desert. So, I mean, it just happened to be, you know, luck, I guess. And, you mm -hmm. know, I got, you know, I guess I've been funny enough for the dude to want to bring me back. Yeah. And so then uh, now we're going to do like we had Ian Edwards on last Sunday, which yeah, is pretty dope. Yeah, that's huge. And that's then really uh, um, there's there's uh, we started doing a podcast called the High Desert Podcast, like High Desert. You know, yeah. so we're, we're going to be interviewing all the all the comics that we bring through the Palm Desert and other stuff. You know, like the Poly Shore is going to be on the 24th. And, oh, cool. You know, we're, there's a bunch of plans that we got going on, but that's that's pretty much my luck with the Palm Desert, you know, with the yeah. hood bar. You know, I, I want to make I mean, it's kind of a circuit for some San Diego comics because, I, you know, I rotate a lot of people through or I, mm -hmm. or I send them people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it the other shows you already a, know. It seems to be a demand out there, too, for comedy. Huh? Well, it's, like, it's getting really it, it, that's the thing that, you know, the scene has been growing, you know, insanely over the last year. Just like Palm Desert has always been growing and the, and, and the cannabis industry is growing out there a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Coachella's over there. Yeah. You know, and then uh, our boy Nigel, he actually works for the, the same old guy that owns the radio station, also owns the, the polo fields. So there's a, there's a small little chance that we might be able to be the first to do the Coachella Comedy Stage. Wow, dude, yeah. that's you. So yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, there's a little chance. You know, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, well, not me. I'm just trying to wait to see if what's <laughs> up. But you know, Nigel, Nigel seems to be, especially after you know, getting people uh, you know on the line like Ian Edwards, and then probably in December, January, we might have Joe Rogan himself. Wow. You know, we're, we're trying. To, you know, we're gonna get Felipe Esparzas. You know, down in in, in the hood bar, probably like in the fall. You That's know, cool. it, yeah, the best thing about the hood bar is that the dude uh, scouts and he books and he pays for talent and he takes care of the talent. Yeah. You know, uh, um, like yesterday, in fact, he was at the, at the Hollywood Comedy Store scouting for more more talent you know so he, he takes a trip there every every couple of months or I don't even know how often but you know yeah it goes that's how we found uh, um, Sarah uh, Sh oh, Shank what's her name? Uh, Prince. 
Yeah, I think Weinshank. Is that how you say it? She's she's got a Jew, Jewish name, right? Yeah, I don't. Just saying that she has a Jewish name Princess is a racist Pr- thing. Well, right? she, uh, uh. she's Princess Shank on uh, Instagram. Very yeah. funny. She's a stoner uh, comedian. She's been there a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's how we ended up getting Ian Edwards and Michael Hayes. You got Davey Wester. Um, who else? Oh, there's just a bunch of people that come wow. through there outside of Eric Griffin, uh, you know, and, and we yeah. got Jamie Kennedy there, too. That's, so That's really cool, dude. And they pack it out. It's a Sunday night, bro. It's and a people, Sunday night and people, people show up and it's a weekly Sunday. Uh, how big is the room? Um, the capacity is probably about seating wise, probably maybe about a hundred. Yeah. Standing is probably about two hundred. Yeah. Because they have half of the room is like um, pool tables and games, but there's some sitting around it. But the, the more packed up shows, people are standing around. Uh, which that's is typical cool, in, in, in bar shows. Yeah, I kind of found that um in smaller like towns, I guess um people seem to like appreciate the comedy more too yeah. like you know they laugh harder and stuff i call them one horse town shows or whatever yeah, right? yeah, i yeah. mean it sounds but it, it is you know like i've done shows in, in tucson arizona like i was it at the at the whiskey roadhouse or something mm-hmm. and you know and then um the ramona cheers of ramona you know it's 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 yeah. too it's close but it's far same thing you know it's their own their own little community and they turn out every month for us or whether that's the other show we do so yeah i think um i think a lot of it is just like there's not like there's there aren't shows not just comedy but just shows generally many you know? things so they're, yeah so they're just they have music and maybe yeah. rodeo in some of these places right or yeah, the rodeo. Right, i don't even know right, how to yeah. say it, right it's rodeo yeah. time or yeah yeah but um yeah i think i think that uh like i put on um two or three years ago i put a, i produced a show in my hometown and there was like I think there was like 150 people that showed up, and it was just like the best show. Nice. Like everybody was just well, everyone was shit faced for one. <laughs> like everyone just was Sounds there to like party, and then <laughs> and then they they were loose with their laughs. You know, it just made it f- really fun. I think, I think it's kind of the same thing. Even though there's you know my town's grown and there's like. But it, you guys are in between Rosalia, right? You're from Rosalia? Yeah. So yeah. I know it's not like near the other places, even the bigger, more, you know you know regular cities you know you see right. so even like with ramona i noticed they called you know san diego the city you know yeah so so stuff like that where they you know it's, uh-huh. it's they're like this is our town and that's it's a whole different community and feeling so i understand that you know like yeah it's, yeah and it's dope cool. it's a great feeling to have people because you know you know like uh, folksy people town people you know uh-huh. like yeah and yeah and they're more grateful for the shows yeah right? yeah and, and if it's in like those spot you know which most of the time those are the spots that are booking said shows or, uh-huh. or already have music or entertainment and, and they probably have food or, or, or a real good uh, a, a deep or, or or badass tap selection or beers or whatever right then right, it's a yeah. combination to have people there so you know we're lucky when we do get to put on one of their shows and then we show up and it's you know it's almost like not too easy, but it's it's not hard. Yeah, you know, especially yeah, if you yeah. don't suck and and, yeah. and, and you're funny-ish, you know. Yeah, and then, yeah. but if you're funny, because you know, I've I've gone to do bars in different levels of my of my development, and I could I could always tell they're always very nice and they're always very fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the roughest show you've done? Uh, the in roughest your show I've I've done a bunch of rough shows, man. Yeah. I've done this a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, I did you know one time I did a, a show here at the Comedy Palace probably about five years ago, and it was like um. I don't know when it was, uh, but it was at some time in the spring, and I, I put up. Uh, it was before the internet and all this stuff. It was, you know, I, it's, it's one mm. thing I learned. I put up. I don't know how much money in promo and in the newspaper, or whatever, and I paid the, the feature and headliner a bunch of money, and we had seven people. Oh, shit. Seven people. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, Here at the Comedy Palace. Yeah, it was. How how'd the headliner take it? Well, th- that's why they're dope. That's why I still work with him because he was yeah. cool. You know, like. 
Yeah. I mean, they they both, you know, they they did, yeah, you know, not the full time or whatever, but they still perform. We all went through it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and since then, he always hooks me up, you know, when you know, <laughs> like he does shows for me all the time, and and you know, it's not as expensive, so you know, at least yeah. he knows. Because I mean, back then I had I'd come into little money, and I invested into trying to figure out stuff, yeah, including buying my equipment. That's why I have you know my lights and my speakers and several sets of speakers and mm-hmm. the computers and cameras and stuff. So. You know, it's yeah. all kind of been a progression, but that I had to, it only hurt because I spent so much money on it. Because yeah. I've had a bunch of other seven-person shows where I didn't spend that much money on it, and yeah. it didn't hurt that much. Yeah, but no big deal. Right? Only because, <laughs> yeah, that was like a five hundred dollar lesson right there. Uh, it was rough. like my, I was trying, I was trying to do my first big show, and yep, you know, even I paid the newspaper. And, I, then, you know, and then you learn promoting isn't that easy. Well, I mean, at least <laughs> I, I mean back then though, the way the landscape was back then, it was very different. Yeah, you know, it was this was about six seven years ago. So, you know, now I can't say it's easy, but it's not hard to me, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's probably, yeah, I bet it is a lot it's, easier. It's not, it's not easy to me, yeah. but it's not hard once you kind of know and, and you have the sequences and the plans and you have momentum. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you've definitely earned the momentum doing uh well, Worked doing it, it man. So like, not even yeah. just earned it. It's been, you know, a team effort. Yeah. But uh, we, we're definitely trying to use it in, in all of our behalf and not lose it because mm. sometimes people just kind of bask in the momentum. Which is when it feels good, but that's when you just got to keep going. and Yeah, you got to sti- stick next, it with next. it through the highs and lows, right? Yeah, there's been a bunch of lows, so right now <laughs> no, all, all the highs are cool, but we're just trying to keep going in case there's another low. We're not caught, in, yeah. we're not caught with our pants in the wind or whatever. The, yeah, whatever the saying whatever is. Whatever the saying is. I always yeah. get them wrong, but if I, you get the gist. Yeah, I get, I get it. Um, you were born and raised in Southern California, right? Yeah, I was born in Tijuana, uh, uh, and I was raised in San Isidro and Tijuana most of my, most of my youth. But, uh, yeah, I just, I mean... Yeah, I grew up in South San Diego, San Diego, yeah. Chula Vista National Stadium, Imperial Beach. Yeah. Um, and uh, did, so you went to school in, in Tijuana? Uh, no, I never got to. I never went to school. I went to, to, to school in Mexico for two summers. When uh. I went for two summers, they, they sent me back to the same school. So for like two months, I thought I was going to kick it in Mexico. And I went to school, you know, it was like elementary. Uh, but yeah. yeah, all my school has been in, in, in uh, South San Diego. And then I went to community college, uh, Southwestern College. And then I went to San Diego State University. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. What was your major at uh, State? Communications. Oh, uh, cool. With a minor in psychology because I couldn't do theater because uh, it was impacted or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, the, everything's impacted. Yeah, there. communication was impacted then. Yeah. So I had to do some weird, broad communication. It wasn't even that telemedia uh, film production so that I wanted to do. So, you know. It was a little different. Yeah, it still worked. Uh, I, went, I went to San Diego State oh, and shit. I... Uh, I got kicked out with two <laughs> classes left to oh, finish my degree. Damn! What did I, they caught you? What you do? I just didn't. I uh, well, I just didn't go to class, so I just had bad grades. Oh man, dude! Yeah, I uh, I was just drink like I drank a lot back then. I, wow! And I, uh, you know, I ran up like student loan debt and. Oh, I, I still had that. I had to pay mine off yeah. for a minute, dude. Yeah, I had oh. like thirty-eight thousand or something, and I had to. Yeah, uh, the interest. They, they garnished the waivers for my for my baby mama's taxes dude oh really yeah well that was terrible because oh, my shit. kid didn't get any money dude i felt bad that's why i just have to come uh, up i have to pay it all back you know that's rough that makes dude, that 500 head even worse right? oh <laughs> dude it's like dude i'm homeless over here i'm couch surfing and i'm like i give no i don't care yeah. and then i just get a you know message showing like by the way you know like you know they took they, they didn't give us any money again you know yeah that's crazy. Yep. Yeah. It, well, it feels even. Uh, Listen, learn, kids. Yeah, dude. It feels even worse, like being that close to having a degree 
and not getting it, you know. But well, it doesn't I get you much sometimes, you know. Yeah, I don't think I would be using it anyway. I kind of, I always say that I, w- I wish I would have never gone to a four year. But well, right now, I mean, I'm working at a comedy club and I'm working at a pawn shop and I'm doing freelance graphic design. Right. You know, I've I've applied as much as I could from going to school. So I mean, yeah. and I'm grateful that at least I'm not I'm not like well I I should have yeah. learned other shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And like we were talking about earlier, like you can just learn anything on the internet now. Like, you just you have to be willing, man. You have to have yeah. the time and not be lazy and just and get over the fear of, of of thinking it's impossible to learn because that's the hardest part sometimes. And yeah. once you kind of give it a try, you're like oh shit, it wasn't that hard. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's persistence, like yeah. with most things. Persistence, you know, you know state yeah. of mind, you know, like mm-hmm. if you don't have the right attitude, you're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And Number it, like, one is attitude. Yeah, I think so. Like, and uh, I think that like, well, it's off topic, so I won't, um, I was going to say like, uh, I was going to get into this whole trade school tirade but um you know instead of four-year college but <laughs> i'll get into it um well, I, didn't, I didn't go to trade school but you know i uh the things i wanted to get into trade school some of them would have probably helped me because i did want to go to like an art institute uh, yeah i want to yeah. go to nyu i want to mm-hmm. go to usc film school so i mean one way or another i was going to try and get in whatever and you know I, I just i mean all i know is that if i if i really want to do it i'd be doing it and that's some of the things i'm doing even if i'm yeah. not yet filmmaking you know i, I produce stuff you know, I produce shows and, and I have my scripts. It just I just haven't had the time to do that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. not like I haven't had the time, but I'm building up to it. Um, it's it's probably coming up next within the next year. You know, I mean, I've been homeless and mm-hmm. I've had to come up with stuff. And all this sounds like excuses to myself, too, by the way. But, you know, it's just things that have actually happened. So when I, when I finally get to do it, I'm going to feel very good about it because, you know, I've, want, I've wanted to do it since I was a kid. Yeah. Before being a stand-up comedian, I want to be a filmmaker, so... Oh, uh, that's cool. Um, what about acting? You ever want? Yeah, to do it was. Acting? I mean, it wasn't the same thing. I was in theater in, in high mm-hmm. school, and then uh, I, I my first major in college was was I was theater. I was a theater major. You know. Do so you I was, sing? Uh, I well, I don't sing very well, but I do. Uh, I'm okay. okay. I I that's why I took on karaoke for three years because uh. I, I knew that eventually if I if I got a chance on Broadway or I needed to do a movie or musical, I needed to be proficient. Yeah. You know, or or enough to auto tune. So then that that was one reason, one thing I did because I was afraid of that. But you know, that's one. It it, t- it took one with another. Like, hey, well, I'll get stage time in between because I'll, I'll be doing crowd work and joking around, which I did. Yeah. You know, and that's how I earned regulars. And then I got to you know try a bunch of songs and shits and personalities. And you you do something long enough for enough time, you know, like your stuff develops. You know, vocal yeah. cords develop timing you know and you know so i'm not great but i can i can i can be okay you know Dude, that's really especially, cool especially with the right effects and if i know the song or, yeah. or if it's choreographed you know so knowing that one day if the possibility of of, of musical or or, or, uh, or broadway i mean I, I have to be you know i have to be down or at least not be like in step zero yeah Dude, that's really cool. It's crazy, that's, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's real, man. We're, yeah. we're actually we're planning on doing a, a comedy yoki here at the Comedy Palace, and we're just working out the details because you know I had a lot a good time, you know, when I was doing it uh, at the Salty Frog in Imperial Beach for many years, and then wherever else I have gone to do it as a private event because yeah. it's pretty much comedians. You know, and then karaoke, you know, and some of the comedians stay. So if the comedians are funny, you know, it's, a, you know, and if it's a late night, I mean, you know, that's how, how comedians make fans. And then it's a different experience, you know, it just it mm. feels like you're partying with the stars, you know, or something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we're at uh, we're about 30 minutes um, right. and I don't want to take fast. a Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take a you got a show to run. So uh, do you want to um, plug your like social media and like any shows that are coming um, up? I mean, we kind of already talked about shows a little right, bit. Yeah, we'll just follow up comedy shows. Um, we're on all social media platforms. 
Uh, on that, we have all the different types of shows, the San Diego Comedy League. We have the Throne of Jokes. We also have the IB Comedy Club. We have the Bar Comedy All-Stars. We have the Aikechistosos brands and a couple other ones that are, are coming up. Um, oh, Diverse City 2, which is, you know, uh, the best of the minority comics in San Diego and Southern California. And, uh, yeah, just set us up to there. I'm Benji, and my is uh, L underscore Benji. Garcia, and then my my website is faceboner.com. That's where you can actually see a lot of videos, past videos of, of my stand-up and projects and stupidity and whatever's coming up. So if you want to, you know, also there's going to be comedy classes and comedy tips coming up free. Probably not here, but one of the venues or one of the spots where I do it uh, just because, you know, oh, I think cool. uh, comedy is important. And uh, I don't know. I don't feel like I should charge anybody for it. You know, even mm -hmm. I just don't feel I should charge him, but I just would rather people know the shit. Yeah. You know, well, I just want people to be funny. <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah, I, I just I, want people to be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think that's why people appreciate you so much. You, no. you, you're, uh, you offer a lot, a lot of opportunity and you seem to be trying to foster a, a, a healthy, um, environment for, oh man, so I hope so. We appreciate you, dude. Hey, um, thank you, man, for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. All right. All right love you. All right. Bye. That's it, dude. And dudettes and ladies and gents and they's and them's and we's and these and I don't know, dude. I'm not trying to keep up with any of that anymore. I've given up. But that's it. That's the podcast. And uh, Benji is awesome. Dude, go follow him. Go to his shows. He puts on great shows. They're so good. And uh, they're like all over the place. They're different venues. Um, you get to meet a lot of different people because they're in different venues. Uh, he puts on a good show. He gets great talent. And he provides opportunities for a lot of us who, um, who, you know, just maybe wouldn't get it otherwise. So uh, thank you so much to Benji for all of that and all he does. And, um, and yeah, and thank you for listening. And continuing to listen. And if you like to listen and you think that this is interesting, tell your friends and subscribe. And let's boost the numbers even more. It's growing. It's a slow grow, but it's growing. And that's got to mean that it's at least okay, right? So if you think it's okay, tell your friends. Or not. I mean, I don't really care. I'm just doing it uh, just because it's fun. But um, if you want to be on the podcast or you have ideas uh, that you think would be fun uh, for the podcast, like discussion topics or segments, or you yourself just want to come on the podcast and show everybody how interesting you are, dude, let me know. Hit me up. Find me on social media, Dusty K Tunnel, all one word, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and then on uh, Facebook, Dusty Tunnel. Tunnel spelled with two L's. You can go to dustytunnel.com. Uh, and you can click on the upper right hand corner and there's a message contact message link and you can, uh, get me through there too. Uh, let me know, let me know what you want to hear and if you want to be on here and, um, and yeah, uh, thank you again so much for the support. I love you. Bye.